This is the Checkable Health Podcast, and we are on episode number 22, How to Protect Your Kids Online Without Being a Helicopter Parent. My guest is Titania Jordan, who is the Chief Marketing Officer and Chief Parenting Officer at Bark Technologies. Whether you're concerned about cyberbullying or screen time, online predators, or even sexting, all of this will impact your child digitally. And Bark Technologies was created by a parent for parents to empower them to oversee our children's behavior online. This is a Checkable Health podcast, and we're powered by Checkable Medical. Wellness and health information is what we provide mom to empower her to be the chief medical officer for her and her family. I'm Patty Post. I'm founder and CEO of Checkable Medical, and I'm a wife and mother for nearly 19 years. The question here today is how can we be better parents by engaging in our child's digital presence? And how can we help them understand what those things are in the cyber world to be aware of? And we have the opportunity to give them boundaries by becoming aware of what those things are that are predatory. And yet we want to give them freedom because we don't want to be that helicopter parent. Parenting isn't an exact science, but understanding what is happening digitally will help us develop the best way to parent in a digital world. So with that, let's get into it with Titania Jordan, Chief Marketing and Parenting Officer of Bark Technologies. Welcome to the Wellness Essentials Podcast, where we invite you to join the conversation and get inspired to be in the driver's seat of your health and well-being. On this podcast, you'll get an all-access pass inside the minds of MDs, experts, and thought leaders in the industry. No topic is off limits, and we're asking the questions to get you the answers across the gamut of topics when it comes to optimizing your health. This is the WE Podcast. All right, Titania Jordan, who is Chief Parenting Officer of Bark Technologies, is my guest today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. So you have so much experience. As I said, when we first jumped on, I'm like, I know you are a pro. You are on, Titania has been featured on every major news network, as well as a contributor to so many different publications. And really, you are a renowned a contributor in the digital parenting space. So to start out, can you share with, with us what that means and how you contribute and what your thought leadership is? Absolutely. So first of all, I'm a mom of a 13 and a half year old. I'm also somebody who grew up you know, in the 80s before we had all these wonderful gadgets and connectivity. And then quickly I had to utilize it for both my professional and personal life. And we're the last generation, we being me and my peers and colleagues, we're the last generation of humans that have had that, you know, in real life shift and then to virtual for everything. So it's a unique perspective just personally. Professionally, I've spent my career at the intersection of parenting and tech, as well as media. So my original first job ever was at the local radio station here in Atlanta. And while I was working at terrestrial radio, 
social media became a thing and digital became a thing and Pandora was launching and we were like, uh oh. <laughs> Yeah. What's going to happen to radio? (laughs) Yeah. Will we have jobs? (laughs) So, um, so yeah, fast forward to, to today where childhood today looks like no other time in history. Our children are more connected than ever. They are encountering problematic issues in people at a more frequent rate at a younger age than they ever have in the past. Their parents, their caregivers, their teachers, even their medical professionals can't relate personally because they did not grow up like this, nor are there adequate studies that have even been done to really help us navigate what exactly should we do here? How much screen time is too much? What is the right age for a child to have social media? We are just charting a lot of unknowns. And I'm spending my professional life in this space now. You know, I'm the CMO of Bark Technologies. We help protect close to 6 million children across the nation. We are monitoring over 30 social media platforms, text messages, emails, and alerting parents and caregivers to signs of digital dangers, whether that's problematic people like online predators or bullies or problematic content, you know, mental health issues, anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation. It's all there. And that's what I'm dealing with every day. Those things that you just covered right there, as I'm a mom of three as well, and my two boys are 18 and 16, but my daughter is soon to be 12. And mm. so I'm guilty of sometimes just putting my head in the sand of like, mm-hmm. oh, well, not my child. My right. child will be fine. And they're not, they're not watching any of these things that they shouldn't. And if that's rationalizing, if that's being naive, I don't know what that is. But when I first discovered Bark, it felt like Bark was the solution to rationalizing of like, okay, let's really understand what's happening with our kids. And would you share with us more of how Bark does that for parents? Absolutely. So much like you, there's a lot of things that I, I don't know enough about and I should. Right now, my son um, has not started back to school. He's playing a video game on his PS4. I don't know what it's rated. He's probably encountering some things that I wish he hadn't. Flip side of that, I've had enough conversations with him that he knows our position on a variety of issues. He knows he can come to me. I'm a safe place. I'm not going to take it away from him, but we'll talk about it. And we have Bark on his devices and accounts so that when something really serious takes place, I'll get an alert. More on that. How does Bark work? So if your child has an iPhone, if your child has an Android, if your child has a tablet, um, if you are just struggling with how much time your child is spending connected to devices and accounts, if you want to let them be connected, but you don't want them to come across, let's say, X-rated content, Bark can help with all of those things. It is nuanced because every family has a different tech stack um, and even a different you know, internet service provider. And so the best way for a parent if they're interested to get started, is to just go to bark.us. So that's not bark.com, but go to bark.us. That's our website. You can go to it from your computer, from your phone, from whatever. Uh, You sign up for a free seven-day trial, so you don't have to pay anything up front. And we'll ask you a series of questions about, you know, how many kids do you have? What are their ages? What do they have? Uh, What sort of tech do they have? What sort of accounts do they have? And what do you want us to help you with? If we can help you with it, we will. 
And what types of things can you can you help with? Let's say for let's use my daughter as an example. Yes. Um, and so you said she's twelve. Soon to, she, yep, soon to be soon 12. twelve. And does she already have a smartphone? She does. She has a Apple Apple uh, iPhone. iPhone. Yep. Okay. So we can help monitor her text messages. We can help you manage her screen time. Let's say you don't want her to be connected from 10 p.m. at night to 6 a.m. in the morning. Bart can help you with that. If you want to filter websites and apps that she can download and utilize, we can help with that. If you want help monitoring her Instagram or a variety of other platforms, you know, Discord, Twitch, you know, whatever, Kick, all of the things, we can help with that. And it's not just the monitoring, you know, let's say she's being bullied on Instagram. Let's say you just wanted to take a break from Instagram. Well, Bart can block Instagram for a certain period of time as well. So it's, it's very customizable. And in the instances where Bark doesn't have a capability, if let's say Apple screen time does have a capability, we'll walk you through how to do that as well. But yeah, it's, you know, our kids are very savvy. And so not only will it help with monitoring and blocking and filtering, but let's say you don't want her to have Snapchat, but you also don't have it set up to where you have to approve every app she downloads. There's nothing stopping her from downloading it then. Right. So Bark will alert you, hey, your daughter has just downloaded Snapchat. You should probably talk to her about XYZ dangers mm-hmm. and or if you even want her to be on it. So mm-hmm. a lot of different use cases. Yeah, and they can they are savvy. They can create different usernames. Mm-hmm. And so you can follow their account, but then they have other accounts that yes. they're private or they're sharing with their friends and you have no idea. That's that's what I've encountered. I'm like, wait, when did you create this? I'm not even following this. Right. And the only reason that I found it is because she had logged into on my phone. And because we still don't have service for her, we use, have her use Wi-Fi, but I don't know if she was trying to be sneaky. I know that she loses the password a lot to things, but Ah, um, so that was a red flag to me. And that's actually how I stumbled upon Bark because I was also talking with another colleague of mine where she was saying that her daughter, who's about a year and a half older than Lily, she said she has FOMO. And sometimes she, or else she feels like there are a lot of postings going on. And then she'll notice that her daughter feels sad in the afternoon. She's like, oh, why are you feeling sad? And then she'll realize that there's a group of girls that are hanging out and they're sharing everything that they're doing and she's left out. And even, I I thought that was really in tune of her to be aware of that. And it's like, I love how you said about in the 80s. I mean, we didn't have to, you know, it was like, who's playing across the street? Okay, let's go over there. And or else you didn't even know if someone was doing something unless you saw the birthday invitation being exchanged in the classroom and you didn't get it. Now there's just so much more to be aware of. And it's very overwhelming. It's incredibly overwhelming. The rate at which children are experiencing self-confidence issues, the comparison trap, how many likes, how many follows, just their appearance online that most people are, you know, airbrushing or filtering at this point during some of the most awkward stages of their entire life, you know, acne and weight fluctuations and 
gosh, it's so difficult. And to have everything in their face, you know, to have be so pronounced when you are not included in something. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. It's so hard. And so we, we as their parents can't understand. We can empathize and we can love them. But we should make it clear to them that, you know, we, we didn't grow up like this. We can't begin to understand what it's like to be a kid today. Right. But we love you mm-hmm. and we're here for you. And you have to know there is hope. It will get better. It will get better. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. It definitely will get better. You're it will get better. 12, 13, 14. No one wants to go back to the that age time oh. frame for a reason, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so painful. So Bark resides on their device and then it resides on our device as well. So are we, uh, the parent is essentially the administrator mm-hmm. and then you choose to have it on uh how many devices you want in your family, yep. but mom and dad both can be receiving alerts. Yeah, that's right. Um, even if mom and dad are not in the same household, there's a way to do it so that dual households can both receive bark alerts. Two other things I didn't mention because I just didn't want to like overwhelm with the and, 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 yeah. but you know, another thing bark helps with is location alerts. So if you want to make sure your child got to school, okay, got to practice, okay, got to a friend's house, okay, bark can do location alerts. And also we're launching a phone because Apple phones, because Android phones are currently out there, aren't best suited for children's first phone experience. We decided we would make one. And so, yeah, coming, yeah, coming towards the end of this year, right in time for holiday season, Bark will have a phone so that you can be sure to get your child the safest smartphone that exists when it is that time. Okay. So do you, is there like a pre-order? Can yes. we, if there is? Okay. Yes. Let me, I'll, I'll drop a link to you. That I will be on that pre-order because as I said, she has an old device. We have just Wi-Fi, but I know that it's, my boys got phones when they were 13 and 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. And of course they are just up a tree about why, why does she have a phone? We didn't have a phone. I'm like, <laughs> Well, because she's younger than you and every kid has a phone at like fifth grade now. And we just, we just let her start using it about four months ago, which was after a lot of, I don't know if it was badgering. It definitely was badgering, but it was us being like, okay, that's how these kids stay connected too with COVID. I think that a lot of them, that's just how they communicate now and stay connected. It really is. And I just dropped a link in our chat right there. That's the wait list sign up. Feel free to share it, use it. But it's such, it is such a dilemma. Every year that goes by, more and more children are getting devices at a younger age. I remember when my son was in fifth grade, I volunteered to coach run club, which is a joke because I don't (laughs) run unless someone's chasing me. (laughs) I'm, I'm not that great at it. Anyway, Uh, I was in charge of the third grade girls run club and they were already on Snapchat. These third grade girls were on Snapchat. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Right. And And that's what scares me because the, it goes away. Those messages go away. The messages go away. Not only that, but there is snap maps inside the app that can show your real time location to anybody you're connected with. I don't want anybody to know where my third grader is. Right. There is a, a vault feature where even if you do open their app as their parent or caregiver, 
there's a password protected place where they can hide photos, you know, and why does a kid need to hide a photo? Right. Only only a few reasons. The, the feed is very, very clickbaity, very sensational. And then the partnerships that Snapchat has made with content providers like HBO Max, you know, maybe you don't want your kid watching everything HBO Max offers. Right. Well, good luck getting around that. Uh, all they have to do is lie about their age and then they can access it. So yes, it's a lot. That is a lot, right? I didn't know a number of those things. How about some other truth bombs about other social media platforms that oh, gosh. Are, we shock and awe us? Yeah. Well, Discord is a very popular platform that children are using and it's purported to be a place for children who are into gaming to connect with other gamers and chat about games and live stream and have community, which is great. Gaming is, can be really cool and fun. And even you can earn scholarships to college now for gaming. So Mm -hmm. that's great. But what discord itself isn't going to necessarily surface to you right away. Parents is that there's a lot of predators on there, a lot of bullying. There's, you know, live, live video and live chat where you can talk to strangers you know, it's, it's a self-policed platform as of my most recent research where, you know, you create the server, you're setting the rating for it. Well, you know, maybe you're not accurate with your rating. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, again, it's the internet. If your child is accessing anything on the internet, app, URL, website, anything, and you haven't taken the time to experience it yourself as a parent, then you're doing your child a disservice. You've got to spend time where your children are spending time and get to know what's out there. Are you looking for ways to de-stress in your day-to-day and help you get into a relaxed state of mind? I know I do, which is why I love ashwagandha from Checkable Wellness. Ashwagandha is an adaptogen and adaptogens have been used for centuries in helping the body adapt and thrive. You can check out checkablehealth.com to get some for yourself today. So you can say, ah, with the help of ashwagandha. I just heard my kids talk about Be Real in the last mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. And yep. I'm curious if Bark, does it monitor Be Real? And can you share with the audience what Be Real is? Have you done research on that platform? Oh, yes. Yeah. So the Be Real app is where you share a picture with a friend at a time randomly selected by the app. And that's, it's really cool in a lot of ways because it's trying to foster the unfiltered life, right? Like the name says it all. They want you to be real with each other, which is so cool. What's not so cool if you're a parent or worried about your child is that you can choose to share your picture publicly, which, you know, you might not want your child's photo to be publicly available, There's also, you know, just the fact that your child could add a friend that they don't know in real life, uh, similar to other social networks. Will people send inappropriate photos on Be Real? Yup. And then, you know, another thing that is concerning to me is just the location. Geolocation is on by default. And so if you post your Be Real to the public Discover feed, then strangers could know where you took that bathing suit shot or where you scored that soccer goal. So does Be Real have risks like any other app? Yes. Would it be something I would rush to take off my child's phone? No. 
but you do need to have these conversations about being more private and, and not sharing something on there that you wouldn't want publicly plastered across a billboard on a highway that your grandmother drives by. Yes. <laughs> well, that is a good, I like to use that with, would you be talking like that if grandma was sitting here? Exactly. And that's exactly right. The pictures too. Exactly. And you, you know, you don't want to paint the picture that the world is just a terrible, terrible place, both in right. real life and virtual. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a balance of, is everybody on the internet a predator? No. Are there way more than we think? Yeah. If you don't believe me, let's Google a few stories and just show you how pervasive this is. Mm-hmm. But here's how you protect yourself. You know, don't ever, 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 if you do become friends with somebody online who you don't know in real life, please don't tell them your real name or your age or where you live or where you go to school or where you play sports or any PII, which stands for personally identifiable information, because predators are really good at making you feel good mm-hmm. at working to build a relationship with you. That's their goal. And so you might not realize that it is a bad person or a tricky person for younger kids until it's too late, until they have tricked you, until they've tricked you into sharing information with them that you wish you hadn't, and until they have tricked you into maybe sending a photo or a video uh, that you felt pressured to that you wish you hadn't. But no matter what happens, no matter if you do make a mistake, you can't be afraid to come tell mom, tell dad, tell babysitter, uh, because we can help you. There's a rise in the rate of sextortion in children. These, these predators are forcing children, pressuring children to send things that they otherwise wouldn't because of veiled threats or even obvious threats that they're going to come hurt them, that they know where they live. They're going to hurt, hurt their parents. They're going to hurt their pets. And so, um, it's really sad. It's really scary. We need to help help arm our children to know that it's happening to smart kids just like them. And let's make sure it doesn't happen to them. Yes. Yeah, it's being prepared and, and protecting them, caring about them when you come from that way rather than like, oh, I'm a helicopter mom that's trying to watch your every move. No, I trust you. It's those that are out in the world that I, I don't have the trust for because I don't know them. Right. So the, a big opportunity for Bark in the utilization of technology is within the schools. Mm-hmm. I found that particularly interesting of, of how you have integrated into the schools. And I know that that's a hard, a tricky market as well. But yeah, I think from a parent standpoint to know that you can work with the schools and learn what that is, that even if you are on a PTO you could, and you don't have Bark on your child's iPad, perhaps recommend it to the school to look into. So would you mind sharing with us um, what that uh, product is? Yeah, absolutely. So at Bark, you know, we offer digital protection for children and families. And the spring of 2018, when the tragedy at Parkland happened, we realized that the tech that that families were using to protect their children at home and on the go could also really be used at school for school-issued mm-hmm. devices and accounts and just might help to flag and thwart the next school shooting. Um, so we launched Bark for Schools for free to any school in the nation. So if your child's school does not use Bark for Schools, let them know, hey, this is free and it can help 
to monitor the devices and accounts that you let our kids use at your school and an alert to the issues that are happening, you know, on school grounds and on school devices that they take home. Wow. Yeah. So how much um, can you share with us stats of, of what has been uncovered and other than shootings, but it's also suicidal? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we do an annual report every year. In fact, let me drop a link here in our chat. It's hard to process this information, but it's also very important. We wanted to not just be out there telling people, you know, your kids are in danger without some data to back it up. You know, well, yeah. just how much danger are they in? Well, in 2021, we analyzed more than 3.4 billion messages across text, email, and over 30 apps and social media platforms. And here's what we found. In 2021, we saw a 25% increase in alerts for self-harm and suicidal ideation among kids 12 to 18, as compared to just 2020. And it's really hard to hear, but you know, if you don't already know that suicide is the second leading cause of death in children, you absolutely must know that. You need to not be afraid to talk to your children about this issue. Don't be afraid to use the word suicide. Using the word suicide isn't going to make your child more likely to entertain the thought of it. In fact, it helps to reduce the stigma around the scariness of the issue. Sexual content is another thing that Bark flags for. Close to 70% of tweens and 90% of teens encountered nudity or content of a sexual nature online. One middle school principal told me not too long ago that sexting was the new first base for children, which was very jarring to hear. But again, something I realized, okay, I need to talk to my fifth grader about this before Mm -hmm. He sends something or receives something that makes him in possession of child sexual abuse material. Mm-hmm. Anxiety, it's no secret that children are, are very anxious. Uh, they're dealing with depression. They are seeing images and video and conversations surrounding drugs and alcohol and violent content. 72% of tweens, 85% of teens experienced bullying as a bully or victim or witness Disordered eating is uh, is also an issue that can be exacerbated by what's in their feed, what the algorithm is serving to them. Close to 10% of tweens and 21% of teens encountered predatory behavior from someone online, and it only takes eight minutes for a predator to form a bond with a child without ever having meet, meeting that child in real life. And last year, there was a 97.5% increase and online enticement reports, according to NCMEC. That's the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. So there's a lot more in the annual report. I'll I'll pause there because I just threw a lot at you. Yeah, that gives me a little bit of a, actually a big pit in my stomach thinking about all of these things that we, this is just exactly why we can't be rationalizing that my child is safe. This is okay because it's in a community as well. It might not even be your child, but it could be your next door neighbor exactly, and, or someone in your child's classroom. And the more that we are aware is how we can take action if something does happen. A hundred percent. And a lot of this is, is parental empowerment. Sometimes we need permission to, okay, I'm going to pursue this. So by listening to this, we give you permission, parents, to install BART, talk to them about bullying, about suicide, about sexting, about predatory behavior. And 
there are also some really great resources that you have that you have created as chief marketing officer for BART. Can you tell us about one, the book, as well as the Facebook group that anyone can join? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for asking. Gosh, we have so many resources. I'll start with just the free one, um, Parenting in a Tech World. If you're on Facebook, and I know not everybody is, but if you're on Facebook, there's a Facebook group called Parenting in a Tech World. It has close to 220,000 parents in it now. Um, And so I'm dropping a link to that for you here. There's also a book that I co-authored with my colleague, Matt McKee, called Parenting in a Tech World. And so you can find that, you know, wherever books are sold, Amazon is is usually a, a great place to to get that. Um, There's also a documentary that I highly recommend everybody see. It's free. It's about 90 minutes and it's called Childhood 2.0. I'm dropping a link to that here now, but it goes into just how childhood is so much different than when we grew up and every other child before us. You know, what do you need to know? If your children are old enough and I'd say age 11, 12, 13 is old enough, Um, but please watch it first. Uh, Watch it with your children and it can help you have those conversations about um, what they have already encountered, what their friends are encountering and help you to frame, you know, how we're going to deal with it as a family when these things come up. Great advice. Super actionable too. I will post all those links and we're actually going to do a giveaway of your book. So thank you. Great. And all of these resources are It's not easy to wrap our arms around it, and we don't want to think that our kids are exposed to this, but it's really important to come alongside um, and support our children and know that we're there for them. Any, this is really a great use of time. Um, Titania, I really appreciate it. And all that you're doing for our society, I would say that uh, I can tell your passion and you are making a difference and to your founder that founded this company and everyone that's a part of Bark from one parent. And I'll speak for my husband too. We greatly appreciate all that you are doing for our youth and for us parents. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm eternally grateful to Brian Basin, dad of two, for having the idea of Bark and taking the leap of faith to leave Twitter to start Bark. So um, cool. I'm so thankful to our, uh, you know, we now have a team of over a hundred people um, and we're all working day in and day out to, to help keep your children safer online and in real life. So um, it's going to take some time, but day by day, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> You're making a difference. I appreciate it. Thank you for being our guest Titania, And I hope all of you that are listening, please use these resources and, uh, Let's become aware of what our, our kids are engaging in online and keep them safe and uh, and keep encouraging them that they are very good at really who they are right now living in the society that we have. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Titania. Thank you. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. We hope you got a lot out of it. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can stay up to date with our latest episodes. Also, you can find us on social media by searching Checkable Health. We look forward to seeing you again soon.